Podcasts are an independent way for podcasters like me to bring a local voice to your ears. At the Spent the Rent Podcast, we strive to raise awareness of topics that affect the often underrepresented. Our title sponsor, Oregon Cashflow Pro, offers free money management advice that can help you take control of your finances. At OregonCashflowPro.com, you will find videos to guide you towards your goal of financial freedom. For more info, there will be a link in the show notes. The following podcast is available on all major streaming sites, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and more. You can now listen to all previous episodes, donate to the podcast, and buy shirts directly from the Spent the Rent podcast at our newly designed official website, strpod.com. You are listening to the Spent the Rent podcast, and now, here's your host, Patty Rose. Hello, I am Patty Rose, and welcome to the Spent the Rent podcast. My guest today is Daniel Ivey. Daniel, welcome to the show. Thank you so much. It's this, great to be here. This is really cool. This is the second time you've been on. I was going to take vacation uh, for the summer. Typically, I take this time of the year off from podcasting because it's hot in this room, but we got together early in the morning because you have the beginning of a four-week event that starts next week. That's right. That I wanted to talk about, so I wanted to have you on. Uh, thank you so much. First of all, let's talk about how we know each other. We had you on in the past, a completely different topic. Yeah, we talked yeah. about uh, a different you, passion project. Yeah, you are a, a affordable housing advocate for mm-hmm, people mm-hmm. in Lane County. Uh, we talked about Yimbyism, which is yes in my backyard, which is kind of a response to the not in my backyard of people trying to uh, you know, fight against multi-family uh, dwellings and that mm-hmm. kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah. So anybody interested in that topic, you can go back and listen to that. Th- today we're going to talk about something a little bit, a little bit more fun. Uh, uh, Dungeons and Dragons. Mm-hmm. So uh, right. we've been. I've I've had. I want to give a shout out to Damien Sailors if he's listening. Uh, Damien and I had been talking behind the scenes about him being a guest about talking about D and D. It wasn't, it hadn't, hadn't came together. Mm-hmm. Uh, we actually had something scheduled. So I want to give a shout out to him because I'm a little bit bummed that he wasn't, not, nothing on you, but we had been talking about it behind <laughs> the scenes. Yeah. So, hey, Daniel, thank you so much for being here. Uh, we're going to talk about a four-week camp, Dungeons & Dragons camp. This That's is right. pretty exciting. Yeah. So for anybody listening, if they're completely unaware of what Dungeons & Dragons is, uh, and then also for the people that are avid listeners, they're going to be scoring you on your answer to this. You oh know, yeah, you yeah. know that. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, so uh, tell me what Dungeons and Dragons is all about. Well, I mean, it's uh, you know really it started as a as more just like a, a, a tactical combat game, little miniatures on a on a table. Gary Gygax developed it in the early seventies, um, but it, you know as he played the game more and more, it turned more into a game about collaborative storytelling, not so much about you know miniatures on a board, which it still has and it can be that. But um, you know, really the the great thing about Dungeons and Dragons is that as you're telling the story together with the with the assistance of a, of a game master um, uh, or or a dungeon master, depending on uh, you know the system you're using, um, it, you really develop a form of camaraderie with the people that you're going through the story with, and that. Um, you know, it brings out all kinds of, uh, you know, uh, self-reflection, um, uh, you know, and uh, just a lot of, uh, you know, self-development. Um, it works great for, uh, you know, people who have trouble socializing, uh, uh, you know, problem solving, all, all the all these things. You know, uh, there, there's a blog post on the Web page about it that I kind of, you know, I've, I've been uh, trying to share some things about, you know, how uh, how. Um, how great it can be, how great of an experience it can be. So, I mean, it's a dice game. So, uh, 
I mean, you make a character, basically, right? And then mm -hmm. there's a skill set, there's skill points. Explain that kind of thing a little bit. Yeah, so, I mean, you know, for, for me, over the years, I've been playing D&D &D for 30 years, and, and really, over time, it has become a lot less about, like, the specific rules um, and more about the story and the, and the kind of the interaction between the players. And, you know, at Ivy Tower, which is the company I created, this is, you know, this camp coming up as our first big event. Um, we really uh, believe in uh, tailoring those rules to the, to the people that come in. So if we've got newbies right out of the box, they've never played before, we have a much more dialed down kind of version of the rules to kind of get people into it. Right. Right. Uh, so, I mean, on average, groups will meet what weekly, typically. Yeah, I mean, you know, it gets harder the older we get to, to schedule things. I mean, adulting is hard, but um, uh, but yeah, the idea behind having uh, you know, sort of a premier version of what D and D can be with 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 this camp and and with other events that we'll sort of host is that you can, you know, whereas normally you would just be sitting around a dining room table with your friends and and you know maybe two or three of them couldn't make it that night. So you kind of have to come up with a reason in the story for their characters to not be there. Um, but with this, you know, we've got, um, we've got talented DMS. We've got, um, you know, we, we do voices. We do, we've got sound effects. We've got ambient music. We've got full color maps. We've got, you know, we, Lots of things, lots of we're, we're drawing on over a hundred years of experience between the, the people that are involved to, to deliver um, an immersive and fun experience. Right. And so, you know, during the pandemic, I know that D&D's popularity exploded remotely, which <laughs> yeah, is a different yeah. thing. I think it's cool. I always think about accessibility and the benefits yes. of, of remote stuff. And so there is a lot of cool things. But I think the the beauty of this is the in-person interaction, like mm -hmm. you were saying. Yeah. So the, the cool thing is, is that it's it's multifaceted. It can benefit a lot of different people in different ways. Exactly. If yeah. Agoraphobic. You could sit at home and do this, which exactly. is great. Yeah. Some people, as in lieu of not doing it at all, that's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. You know? And I've never personally been into D and D, but I have played paper pencil video or uh, role playing games mm -hmm. back in the day, cyberpunk. So yep, in, yep. in 1994. Me and a good friend, Brian Levenhagen, we played Cyberpunk 2020, mm -hmm. was, was what it, <laughs> right. it which is which, which has now been now. changed to now 2077. 2077, yeah, and it's actually 2079 because it was two years too early, mm -hmm, uh, the mm -hmm. game, that's, no. Uh, but, uh, <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, it, I, I play, I made a character on D&D, but for me, it wasn't, I'm not super, super into the fantasy stuff, the hair, right. foot, mm -hmm. hair foot halfling stuff. And then in the early 80s, you know, there was... I want to talk about the controversy around D&D, &D, and it's, it, yeah. I'm, I'm saying this lightheartedly, but there was early on allegations that the game promoted witchcraft, hedonism, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. pornography, and unfortunately, even suicide. Would you care to answer for that? Yeah. Um, you know, <laughs> like anything new that sort of hits the cultural zeitgeist that has images that can be traditionally... Um, <clears throat> you know, crossed over with, uh, you know, political or, or sort of religious context. Um, uh, yeah, there, there definitely was some controversy early on, but, um, you know, over the course of the last 50 years, um, you know, D and D has really stood the test of time. I mean, there's, you know, there's therapists that use it and counseling. There are, um, you know, there's recently a very successful box office hit that just, you know, is when you watch it, when you watch that movie, it's, it's very lighthearted. There's, you know, sure there's monsters, but you have to create stakes. 
mistakes. I mean, yeah, and uh, right. and and I think that um, you know one of the phrases that I like to that I like to say these days, especially with the with the explosion of the Marvel Cinematic Universe and and Disney buying Star Wars, is like it, it's good to live in a world where the nerds are in charge, right? Like yeah. we're we're uh, we're we're making content that is uh, that is exciting and dynamic uh, in a way that uh, you know can really tailor to to so many different audiences. And and I'm so glad that you mentioned um, you know not being necessarily as into fantasy because we we don't exclusively do fantasy storytelling we, we you know we could do a sci-fi setting if people want that we could do a superhero game um we could do uh you know murder mysteries i mean th there's a lot of popularity right now with these like take home sort of murder mystery kits and murder mystery parties and things like that we could do a modern day spy thriller we could do a bunch of, you know, I, I, I was experimenting with this, uh, with the 4J um, Best After School program with, with, the, with the kiddos. And, uh, you know, even just sort of like using modern day practical, um, you know, role playing of, of challenges that you come up with in your life. It's just like a super uh, good tool for, for helping to, to learn about how to overcome challenges. I noticed that on your website that you did mention that businesses, yeah, that you're, like the, yes, that yeah. you're willing to... <clears throat> Uh, you know, do role playing activities for businesses where they can hire you to come on and stuff. So, yeah. so this event, let's talk about the event first, and then we'll mm -hmm. talk about the, the whole business. So the event is something that you put together, and then there's an actual dedicated schedule. Obviously, right. we're, I'll talk in a minute about how you're willing to be flexible and cater that to you right. know, whatever people are looking for. But this event, uh, let's talk about this, the Dungeons and Dragons camp. How did that come to be? Well, you know, we were just looking for a way to, um, you know, we ha I had this kind of big idea. I'm, I'm kind of semi-retired from my uh, almost 20-year career in banking. I, I'm just kind of like focusing on some passion project stuff and um, like this. And, uh, and you know, when I came up with the idea of sort of creating this uh, game master for hire kind of service, <clears throat> my brother and, and my best friend, you know, we, we kind of sat down and started brainstorming. And, you know, really, when I talked to... Uh, other business owners around town. When I talked to, you know, I, I took um, some intro to business courses at LCC just to kind of, you know, try to learn what I didn't know, right? I, I, as a banker, I know the financials really well, but not so much like the, you know, the, the marketing aspect or things like that. So um, really uh, with a new business, what you want to try to do is fill a need that the community has. And, you know, uh, I was going through signing my kids up for summer camp and any parent that has kids that's trying to get them into summer camp knows that it is, you got to be online the second those, uh, you know, openings become available, you got to and, and they fill up really fast. And so, you know, that was kind of happening as this was developing. So we were like, hey, you know, there's lots of kids that not only do they not really love the traditional summer camp where they're, you know, maybe they, they're neurodivergent, they're, um, you know, maybe alternative in terms of their interests. Um, so we really felt like it was serving a need that that would exist. And, and the, the, the signups that have been coming in are, are proof of that. I think that it's the creativity. I think the part mm -hmm. that I mean, it's about creativity. And then, in a time of, you know, artificial intelligence. And I'm, I mean, I think AI could be utilized for a D&D &D thing. Very you, can play, so. you can play D&D with ChatGPT. Sure, it, you, you can sit down and start playing. It will play with you. It's, it's pretty cool. Which I think is neat. And you can, that's the thing, you know, we could be here. That's a different conversation. But I think that that actually expands our creativity and it allows. It's, it's yeah. A, it's I mean, a it's a, it's, it's a, a tool. tool. Yeah. You know, so it's a shortcut and a tool. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I mean, that aspect of it, I think is really neat. Now, uh, so this, uh, the camp is about becoming a dungeon master. Uh, That's part of it. Yeah. I mean, we, 
you know, really the focus of the camp. I mean, I know I put a lot of kind of things on the on the flyer and we're definitely going to do all those things. But really, the focus of the camp is telling a story. We're going to have a campaign that spans four weeks. If you are just participating for one week, each week is going to kind of have a beginning, middle and end to the story. Um, But uh, but, you know, if you stay for the whole summer, you're going to get this like epic story where your character has like a major role. And it's in a game world that I created. I created this, you know, it's called Olam. I created it 25 years ago. Go and, wow. and I've, I've worked on it since. Um, and uh, you know, characters, you know, populations, cities, everything is is populated. It's all up in my in my brain and, and written down. And um, you know, we'll go through that story together. But we really wanted to break it up um, with uh, with other sort of gaming related activities. So we've got um, you know, uh, throughout the week, we're going to have uh, dice making. Um, we're going to have uh, miniatures painting. Uh, these are all supplies that I'll provide, and 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 and, and people can um, uh, you know take home the, uh, what they work on and uh, we have lots of um we have some you know me and, and a couple other paid people that are um you know kind of really kind of dedicated but we also have volunteers coming in just friends of mine that have painted over the years that have kids of their own you know things like that um and uh and then also we're going to be incorporating workshops so once a week um you know we're going to have a different kind of focused workshop one one week will be like okay how do you how do you tell a story uh, another one that a lot of kids you know, neurodivergent kids like me too. Like I really struggled as a kid, like trying to just get other kids to play, you know, and, and, uh, and sort of being that, um, that dungeon master, that game master, uh, storyteller that, that kind of brings the group together. I mean, I had so many friends in high school, even people that you wouldn't think of would ever play D and D. Um, you know, I have this great memory of being on a school bus on our senior trip and I was running a game in the back of the bus for like eight people. And, uh, and, and a girl I had a crush on was, was, uh, drawing a dragon on my knee. And it was just like, I was, I was in hog that heaven. Is heaven. Yeah, that is that is high school heaven. Uh, you talked about dice making. I want to give a shout out uh, to Ariel, uh, Robert, and Ariel McDonald McDonald at Lucky Star Dice. I'm, I'm pretty sure Robert's uh, listening. Uh, they make their own dice. Buying or they make and sell their own dice. Uh, Lucky Star Dice. Tell me what dice making is all about. What does that process look like? Um, well, I mean, there, there's a lot of different ways to do it. Um, we have several different kits that we sort of are going to have available. But um, basically, w- what is involved is you have kind of these molds that you pour the, um, you know, uh, 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 forgive me, I can't remember all the all the um, the name of all the different substances that go into it. But it's basically plastic um, and uh, uh, yeah, polycarbonate type stuff. Epoxy and uh, or whatever. yeah, yeah, and and you pour it in, and the molds sort of have a spot for the. Um, you know, for the imprint of the of the numbers on there, and um, and for those of you that aren't familiar with Dungeons and Dragons, we don't just have um, the traditional six sided dice that yeah, people yeah. are used to. We go um, the the uh, Pythagorean f- uh, solids. If you're if you're a geometry uh, a nerd like me, um, uh, those are basically the the sol- uh, three dimensional objects that have the same measurement of each surface. So you've got four sided, six sided, eight sided. Um, the ten sided is not a Pythagorean solid, but um, the uh, uh, the um, uh, twelve sided and a 20-sided R. Yeah, 20-sided uh, yeah. dice, 10-sided dice. I remember getting into it, and I i mean, it, it's pretty cool. Yeah, you know, so, I, you, yeah, and, and the, the funnest part of the process, and you can see all kinds of videos online about this on TikTok or whatever, but um, the, the funnest part of the process is is breaking apart the mold and, and, and freeing your dice. And, you know, you can put just like the plain, you know, you can have them be clear, you can color them, you can put glitter in them, you can put little objects floating in there so you can see them when you take them out of the cast. It's a, it's a really fun process. I think for the audio listeners, you're screwed, but for the video listeners, I got a, I got a picture of kind of a set of dice right here, or a picture, I'm holding dice. <laughs> uh, and, and yeah, no. so there's a many different shapes of dice, a uh, die, I should say, right? Mm-hmm. 
So dice uh, is the portal. Yeah. Yeah. And so, uh, yeah. That, I think that sounds really fun. I know that that could be really therapeutic too, making stuff like that. And yeah, like yeah. Also really fun for and kids. And painting the miniatures too. You know, it's something that it can take five minutes or it can take an hour for like one little one inch tall miniature, you know? Right. And um, so, so, I mean, I, is that common for people to use the miniatures in the games or is it less? Is it, you know, it's when there aren't miniatures involved, we call that theater of the mind. Um, uh, and, uh, where, where you, you know, the story is unfolding. You just kind of have to imagine everything. Um, the miniatures come into play really more when there's like, uh, a, an encounter where it's really important to visualize where everybody is. So either a fight breaks out in a tavern or, um, you get ambushed on the road and you really want to be in order to, to create that immersion, you want to be able to visualize where everybody is kind of in the scenario that you're describing. But when you're establishing a scene and talking about entering a city and the guards calling down to you from the parapets, or you are on a, uh, you know, on a boat out in the ocean and, and you're sort of, you know, in this travel time and, and there's kind of a monologue about what's happening, you don't really need minis for that stuff. But. Yeah. That's Damien sailors that I mentioned at the beginning of this. That's what he does is he actually makes game boards. He makes uh, big sets, you know, nice. and, and, and sounds I, like I got a, Hook up with this guy. Yeah, I was kind of. <laughs> it was funny because we were talking about it, and I'm like, "You may know him just because I know." The, yeah, the I, I do know the, a lot of a lot of local geeks, but yeah, yeah that, that one doesn't ring yeah. a bell. So yeah, so Fun Again Games is a big part of this. Yes, uh, and and talk about what they do and how that partnership came to be. Yeah, so um, Rick over at Fun Again Games is a, is a great guy. He's um, uh, he's done a lot of exciting changes lately. He's uh, kind of the manager of. Uh, he helped build up the the warehouse in in Ashland where the main place is. He's not the owner but he's kind of the right hand man kind of thing um and he uh he you know the the owner wanted him to come to eugene and kind of you know uh really create like a, a great gaming space not just a great gaming store and if you would ever been to the fun again games on willamette it was a great location but um you know the the gaming space was smallish compared to what it could be and uh the new location on oak street which is uh, uh right um behind the the mod pizza like kind of the next street over from the big um shopping plaza on 29th there yeah um, 28th uh, and oak or, yeah. yeah 28th and oak yeah um and uh yeah it's right next to berries if you know that bakery um and they have the game store which is you know kind of along the wall and then there's like a separate freestanding building that shares a, an overhead covering that you know it's got a spiral staircase there's gorgeous furniture in there great lighting tons of games that you can just play for free like yeah. they're just kind of out on display um so you can try it before you buy it um but um but this is going to be more focused on you know we're renting out the whole space from 11 wow. o'clock to four o'clock on weekdays when you know when we have the camp going so. yeah so it's four weeks so if you wanted to do most people are going to do one week is that correct right, mm -hmm. right? and so you can well, do i mean right now we have two that are signed up for all four weeks um and we have like four that are signed up just for the first week but I have a feeling they're going to be signing up for more as it goes on, right? Because the, the rest of the weeks aren't full yet. Um, so, uh, you know, and, and the parents have told me that, like, you know, I, I want to, you know, we want to try it out, but I, I'm confident we're going to deliver an experience that's going to make them happy. What are the age ranges that you're looking for? Um, so currently we have, actually, I just had a nine-year-old sign up yesterday. I'll have to reach out to that parent, make sure they're, you know, going to be able to to kind of hang. But um, uh, but, uh, but yeah, most of, most of the signups are kind of in the 12 to 16-year-old range. Um, I, I have told people that you know we, we can take adult signups but you know i i'm kind of more comfortable with that if there's some kind of connection like if the kid's uncle wants to come kid's parent they want
want to play too. They want to participate. Great. But, you know, I mean, if there's only a limited number of seats, so everybody's got to, you know, pay the So the, the idea fee, so. is this is more for, for kids. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is. I mean, you know, but like I, you know, like I was kind of trying to say, like, you know, we can tailor it for anybody. Yeah, right? that's not, that's yeah. this event. That's right. this, right. this specific Dungeons and Dragons camp. But your company, IvyTowerLLC.com. You, that is where anybody if you're an adult and you want to know more about D, they can they can get a hold of you or yeah they, we or, could do we could do a one-off private event like a like a party or um uh we could we could even you know try it once and then if you like it we could do a, a campaign that you know we meet once a month once every other week something like that um uh we do weekend uh retreats i've been in conversations with some local bed and breakfasts about like kind of just renting out the whole place and if you've never done that before it is such a fun experience it just get a bunch of friends rent out oh, a place yeah. for the for a long weekend especially in the winter months uh with the fireplace going it really helps with the I ambiance. mean, anytime you can get anybody all the people to just you know play along i mean yeah. that's the thing yeah. it's like if you do a costume party and there's the one guy that's like i don't want to look stupid i'm like well you're gonna you're the only person not playing along right <laughs> you know so so well dan daniel ivy this is really neat uh i'm I, i'm jealous that you're retired and that you're you're pursuing <laughs> well semi-retired pursuing, you know? pursuing your dreams i know that you know you got a, a bunch of kids and what all yeah. that fun stuff no but uh you know, thank you for what you do in the community. And this is so cool. This is why I, I love spotlighting stuff like this because it's stories of the underrepresented. And this is an upstart passion project LLC. Yeah. It's pretty exciting. Ivy Tower LLC.com. Uh, you know, if you're listening and you and you like D D shoot a comment uh and and you know yeah and really know. this you know i mean the thing that i think will work so well about this is just over the last 30 years i've just had so many people that have said to me like oh yeah i love the idea of getting into D, but i just I don't have the time or I don't have like someone to curate that experience for me. We will create an experience that you will remember forever. That's awesome. So we have a question from a, a listener, uh, Tony Joyner out of, out of a week, how many and how long are your sessions? Uh, the, uh, so for the camp itself, so per um, week, how many, how many sessions per week? Yeah. So every day we play D and D itself. Five um, days. yeah. So five days a week. Okay. Um, and, uh, the actual game portion of the experience takes place from two to five. Um, we, we kind of built it that way because, you know, you got kids showing up late, you got, you know, whatever, but we want to make sure that there's a solid block of, of game time. Um, that, you know, the, the beginning is sort of more creative time, icebreakers, getting to know each other, that, that kind of thing. That's awesome. Hey, thank you, Tony, for for uh, leaving your comment, and it's it's good to hear that you're. Uh, and I should mention about. it for people that are curious that, that you know maybe don't have the site up and, and ready or, or haven't seen the flyer. It is um, 175 bucks a week, um, but if you sign up for the whole summer, it's a flat 600, so you get a little savings there. Sweet. And then yeah, like I said before, you can go to ivytowerllc.com, find out more. That's where you can schedule it. Are you doing anything? Are you planning on doing anything remote, like a, like a setup where you can do like a broad? Yeah, so I experimented a lot with, um, uh, I had two campaigns that I was running um, before the pandemic. And then when it hit, I said, let's figure out this remote thing. And uh, it worked really well. There's a lot of different websites that do it differently. Um, uh, I've uh, I've recently um, uh, created kind of a partnership with the, the creators of uh, Roll. Um, that's R-O-L-E. Um, it's basically just a, a chat program. It's a web-based chat program with video, but there's sort of sidebars where you can kind of add rules, add roll, uh, add dice rolls, things like that. And uh, they're fantastic. And I, I can't wait to work with them more, but um, that's sort of like a, a next phase kind of thing. But yeah, I do like the idea of offering it digitally as well. 
Yeah, I just think that, the, like we talked about, there's accessibility and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. So, hey, thank you so much for listening. This is the Spent the Rent Podcast. If you'd like to donate to the show, you can go to strpod.com. And, uh, yeah, any you know your donations continue to make this thing grow. So thank you so much. And Daniel Ivy from Ivy Tower LLC, ivytowerllc.com to schedule your D&D camp. Thank you. All right, we're going to get out of here. We're going to end this with a song. I chose this song because it's a throwback. It's summertime. The song is called Summer Song. It's kind of ridiculous. Uh, this is back when I was going by the name Self Esteem Boat Willie featuring Sly Guy and Lomo. We got together at my apartment back in the day and uh, just, I think it was the 4th of July and just jammed out. You can hear the awful audio quality on the hook. There's like 20 of us. It was a lot of fun. Got the cops called in the middle of the day. Uh, yeah, so I just thought I'd play that song. It's a little vulgar, but we were young and stupid. Uh, so, hey, thanks a lot for listening. Uh, if you'd like to support the show, go to strpod.com. Uh, this is me, Patty Rose, featuring Sly Guy and Lomo with Summer Song. In Oregon, the two seasons are rain and road construction. The summertime blues an opportunity for fucking. Cause the Betty's coming out to the waterfront for some firecrackers. Rubbing on the sunscreen, seductive with the lick smackers. The problem with Eugene is your hair explodes to the TVs. It's groupies at women's space refuse to shave underneath. It's an Irishman a tan. It's definitely out of the question. So I sit inside and hibernate around a tune to your obsession. Hot chicks, cold beer, and blue rivers up and up the bridge. We're having shrooms for dinner. I'm a lady in a hammock and ride rhymes all day until the opportunity strikes. When you know you're getting laid, it's summertime, and I'm ripping with the fun around the sun is shining, thinking what the fuck is mine. Crack a 40 ounce and blaze a damn bowl and lose with your body and lose control.
Summertime with lime, to kill you. Sublime, but I feel ya. Water, music, sun, the only things that I yield. It's raining energy with drinking and sun, but blinking it's done. It's always raining, I'm thinking it's done, but it comes, it comes again. I'm stunned by the thunder, when I slumber under its spin. I don't shut it like a blunder, I begin to let it flow out. Summer in the city's always shooting, so we go out.